0: Me, what's up, duck? What's cooking? What's up, duck? Oh, you're looking for bugs, bunny bunting. Duck is gonna hunting just to get a rabbit skin, but now the rabbit's gonna get. What's up, duck? What's cooking? Hey, look out! Stop! You're gonna hunt someone with that old shotgun. <laughs> e what's up, duck? We really mean. Hello, friends. Are you ready? What's for dinner? <laughs> I'm hungry. Yum 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 yum. Let's go, everybody! Yay! Yay! Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner. If you need to reach me, as always, Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner at gmail.com. Zoe's is spelled Z-O-E-S, no apostrophe. Of course you can reach uh, me also through I guess uh, Victor Gove's email, which is oh, whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com. Look for the recipe ingredients in the description box below. I am going to obviously tell you the ingredients as well, but you can also maybe uh, see the ingredients in the description box, and that way you can copy-paste. Okay, so it's actually a Saturday evening, and it's scorching hot. It's, I don't know, something like 37 degrees with the humidity. Uh, that's 30 de- 37 degrees Celsius. Sorry, guys, in the U.S., I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit and i don't have my iphone right now so that i can translate it for you guys anyhow it's really hot so i have the air conditioning on so i don't know anyways this is a fall recipe and i'm making it in june well one i'm making it because i like it two well we have the air conditioning on so it's not like we're gonna be sweating buckets while eating this because we have well. You know, well, yeah, we can't sit outside and have this meal. But then again, with all the bugs, who wants to anyway? I don't have an enclosed patio. That's okay. Um, but by the time you guys see this recipe, it'll actually be fall. You'll probably see this around, I guess, I'm estimating September or, or October. So perfect meal to have uh, in fall. So we're supposed to make pork and vegetables. It's my concoction. However, it's been adapted through many recipes, many years of cooking, uh, little bits and pieces of other recipes, little of my own creation, little tids and bits from my own mind. And I've come up with this recipe that Uh, me and my family and a few people that I have served it to really like you can make this with beef or pork I prefer pork I have this in my notes app as Zoe's pork and vegetables however today when I went to my freezer sorry last night when I went to my freezer to get the meat out I was out of pork (laughs) so I'm actually gonna make it with beef today like I said, you can make it with whatever you want. I prefer the pork. So, anyhow, let me give you guys the ingredients. Let me log into mom's iPad again. Give me a second. All right. And open the notes up. Okay, and uh, sorry about that, guys. My my, um, iPad wanted to give me a hard time. Okay. Okay. Two and a half or three pounds pork boneless pot roast. I get mine at the farmer's market. So it almost feels like a square piece of meat and it's usually tied up with uh, kitchen twine. So you can use that or a, or a, I'm using a beef um, blade roast today just because I was out of the, the pork pot roast. But I, like I said, I prefer the, the pork, but you know, You out there might like beef better, so it's up to you. Two and a half to three pounds pork boneless pot roast. Seven cups water. Eight teaspoons cornstarch or 25 grams. Four chicken bouillon cubes. Eight tables Worcestershire sauce. Sorry guys, I can't pronounce that. I think you guys know what we're talking about Worcestershire sauce, something to that effect. In the ingredients box below, it will be spelled correctly. I just can't pronounce it. So the (laughs) 8 tablespoons Worcestershire sauce is... 116 grams if you want to not use tablespoons that's why i'm giving you guys the grams as well 10 tablespoons of vegetable oil or 130 grams two or three pinches of black pepper or to taste one and a half cup of frozen green peas three large carrots four large potatoes cubed two medium red onions diced Four celery stalks sliced and that's it for our ingredients. So let me put the iPad aside. And now you're going to, before I start the recipe, you're going to see what happens in this kitchen. Again, I could stop the video, but I'm not going to because I think it's funny. So I forgot the peas in the freezer. So. This is what I'm gonna do now. I'm gonna open up my kitchen door and I'm gonna shout for uh, uh, my stepfather to bring me the frozen peas from the uh, freezer. You guys are gonna laugh. Hold on, Mikhail! Yeah, the door uh, to, to, to and to All right. So I have two freezers in this house. One is in my garage, one is in my basement. I happen to have the peas in the garage freezer. Thank you very much. So I called someone to bring me the green peas. And I'm just using organic green green peas, the the 365 grams. Anyways, okay. Was I saying something before I forgot the peas? I don't remember. (laughs) Okay. So I've measured out our oil into uh, my beautiful nonstick pot that I always talk about. Now, I've washed the meat. And I've cut it into bite-sized pieces. So this is a bite-sized piece. They're smaller than walnuts, I guess. They're, But they're bigger than olives. So, I mean, bite-sized pieces. So think of when you guys buy um, packaged beef stew, like the cubes, the beef stew. That's what I've done. I washed the meat. I cut off. I'm just going to turn on my um, burner so the oil can start heating up. Um, Yeah, so I cut the twine. I threw it out. And then I took my scissors and I sliced right through the meat with the scissors. Just like cutting paper. And I cut all my pieces into the pieces that I wanted. And I actually showed you guys how to do that with the chicken. So I basically did the same thing. Okay, so I've turned on our burner and I'm gonna add the meat to the pot, even though our oil isn't um, hot yet, but it doesn't matter. I'm gonna start because I don't want it to splatter either. So I'm just gonna, and I'm just adding the meat all around like I'm not just plopping it in the middle I'm just different areas of the pot and I've had the meat out um, out of the fridge for approximately at least half an hour you want your meat to um, you don't want it to be like really cold when it goes into the oil cooks up better when it's got more of a warmer temperature I wouldn't say complete room temperature no but you want to bring it to a moderate temperature so it's starting to sizzle and I'm almost done adding the meat now at this point because I've just added the meat I'm going to, um, whoops, all right, we've got all the meat in. I'm going to turn it up to high now because it started sizzling. And I can actually walk away from this because I need to wash my hands because I touched all this meat. Um, I can actually walk away because the meat is still quite raw. So it's not going to burn how long it's going to take me to wash my hands. Right, so I'm soaping up my hands really well because we've touched raw meat and meat and any type of meat, even fish and poultry. When you touch it raw, really afterwards, you should be washing your hands and um, and when it comes time for your washing your utensils and everything, please be thorough and uh, yeah, just be thorough and wash your counters really well. So, I've got a wooden spoon. I'm going to just give it a stir. Now, this meat is going to release some liquid and, of course, some fat. So, I'm going to set the timer. Okay, I set the timer for 15 minutes. You... You can sauté this for 10, stirring every so often, stirring and folding over so that you kind of turn pieces. These are very small pieces. You can't turn them individually. But you know, you're going to do the stir and scoop and fold motion with your spoon. <coughs> um, you can stop sautéing at the 10-minute mark if you're afraid of burning. So while that's happening, I'm going to measure out my peas. And it's good that I forgot to get the peas, because now I'm going to measure them out in front of you guys. Give me a second. Okay. Now the, oh, I wanted to mention that this meal is great over a bed of rice which is what I am gonna serve it on. I've showed you guys how to do the rice before. So I'm just opening up the peas and maybe this is a good time to remind you guys you kinda put the the, the two blades, you put the edge of the package in between the two blades move your fingers away and snip across and I just let that drop. Now I'm just going to grab a dinner plate to catch any peas that may fall out. So, I've got a half a cup in front of me on my plate. And I'm pouring peas and a whole bunch are falling on the plate. So, but at least they're on a plate and I don't have to worry about them. They're not all over the counter. So, I've measured out half a cup. I'm just going to grab a bowl. And dump the half a cup of peas in there. Whoops. Oh, I lost one. That's okay. Here, I'll grab one from the plate. (laughs) And now, I'm going to put my one cup on the plate. And I'm going to fill the one cup. Okay, that's good enough. Let's put this aside. And I'm going to put my one cup into my bowl of peas. So now we've got the peas measured out. I'm just going to walk over and give my um, meat a stir. Don't worry about any brown bits on the bottom. That's actually good. It'll give your sauce taste now when you're stirring when you get to the 10 minute mark if you feel like your meat um hasn't released a lot of juices stop sauteing and move on to the next step okay so we've stirred that up now since i have you here i have a whole bunch of peas on a plate look at how much i lost in trying to measure those peas out now these are frozen peas. I opened up the bag, so I'm just gonna grab them all. If it, if they were on the plate, it, I mean, sorry, if they were not on a plate and they were on the counter, it would be harder for me to find them and put them back in the bag. So I'm putting them back in the bag and I'm just gonna put these peas in a Ziploc bag because I've opened up the package. So I'm gonna put them in a Ziploc bag. Now. I can hear my meat. So this is when we talk about how in a blind kitchen, you use all your senses. I can hear that my sizzling, I haven't changed the temperature, but I can feel, I can hear the sizzling has lessened, which to me, that tells me more liquid is coming out. I could be wrong. Uh but I'm pretty sure that I've got some juices running wild. (laughs) I'm just stirring it up again. Like I said, we're gonna stir every so often. We said that at the beginning, there's not really a risk of burning, but okay, now we're sauteing, we don't wanna burn the thing, so. So five minutes is already up since we started sauteing because I just heard my timer uh, say, uh, I've got 10 minutes left. And if you remember, I set it for 15. So, um, I'm back to putting my peas in my bag. And what I was trying to tell you about the peas is, I, um, vegetables, frozen vegetables, when you open them up, um, they could get freezer burn. So, what I'm going to do I mean, I'm not gonna leave them in for a year because now the bag is opened as well. So, I'm just folding the bag closed, folding it closed, and I'm gonna grab an elastic band, which I have them in a bag, in, a, in another Ziploc bag in a drawer so I can find them. So I'm just putting my hand in and I'm gonna grab an elastic band, put the bag back in the drawer, And I'm just gonna put the elastic bag, or the elastic band around the bag. Now, if you want and your elastic can take it, you can double it, which I think mine can. There you go. And I'm gonna put this in a Ziploc bag. If I can, I'm just gonna give my meat another stir before I do that. Oh yeah, see I can hear, I can hear I can hear the meat boiling instead of sizzling almost because there's some liquid in here. But please don't worry. And it it already smells really good. Um, The other thing I wanted to tell you guys, I'm just reaching for a plastic bag. The other thing I want to tell you guys about the meat is when you're cutting it up, if you feel, I mean, this is boneless, but if you feel a bone, If you feel a part that's just way too tough, just snip it off and throw it away. So, I've got a freezer bag in my hands, and I'm just going to, it's one of those Ziploc freezer bags, and I'm going to, now, good way to get air out, I'm going to fold the bag over the bag of peas, and then I'm going to zip it closed. This way, you try to get as much air out. There are other ways of doing it. Um, you can use a straw, um, which is a really good way to get that out. But I don't have a straw right now to show you guys. So give me a second. I'm just going to call Michali ela parto. That's me in Greek saying to Michael, no. That's me telling him in Greek, put it back in the freezer. Okay, so, I like that you guys can see, I'm stirring again, I like that you guys can see some of my, you know, my family members, my, what goes on in our house. Um, that way you can see our lifestyle. Now, while that continues to cook up, we've got our peas ready. Now, I want to show you my onions some pieces are small but for example here's a nice size piece of onion don't dice your onions too small celery slice them up not too thin not too thick but your carrots I want you guys, so if you cut a carrot and it's really fat and it's wrapped, like as you slice it you get that round portion, cut that round piece of carrot into maybe six pieces. Uh, your carrot should be diced. It shouldn't be uh, r- sliced into rounds and it shouldn't be like half moon shapes. And your potatoes cube them again mm, bigger than dice but so you know the way you cut up french fries so you take a potato you put it flat on your counter and then you slice through and you make rounds and then each round you cut through it and you make french fries well you take each french fry and you cut it either in two or either in three pieces, depending on how long your French fry is. And that's how you cube potatoes. So, um, and I, I have showed you guys how to uh, how to clean carrots and celery. Now, I can hear my sizzling getting a little bit higher again. That means my liquid is evaporating slowly. I probably still have liquid, but maybe not as much as I had five minutes ago. So, in this case, um, because I like the smell that I'm smelling, I like the sound that I'm hearing Even if there's a little bit of liquid, we've been sautéing for 11 minutes. So I'm going to move on to the next step. So in other words, at the 10-minute mark, we're good to go. So I'm going to add in my onions. So I just picked up the plate with the onions and I centered it over the pot and I'm just wiping off the onions off the plate and actually the steam from the meat is helping uh, get them off and I'm going to give it a stir Okay, and I'm going to add my celery again I just went over the pot it out. Give it another stir again. Every time you add something in, give it a stir. Mix it all up. Okay, and now we're going to add in our carrots. And again, what are we gonna do? We're gonna stir. Okay, I'm just gonna move these to the sink because we don't need them anymore. And I'm gonna grab my bowl of cubed potatoes. And because I, of course, remember, because I did it before the video started, Um, I prepared all my ingredients, I have them in water, right, so they don't discolor. I'm just going to grab handfuls, and I'm going to throw, I just threw in two handfuls, and I'm mixing it up, and another two handfuls. And what are we doing again? We're going to mix. And another two. And of course, guys, you know, if you like more carrots, add more. If you like more celery, add more. If you like, if you want less potatoes, add less. It's up to you. But this is what, how I do it. I do three carrots, four celery stalks, four potatoes, one and a half cup peas. Now, I want to saute my vegetables, so I'm going to turn it down a little bit to medium high. And I'm adding some more cubed potatoes. and I'm mixing again and with the celery as I've mentioned in the past in other recipes please use those celery leaves and um, especially with the pork the more celery leaves you have the tastier it is there's actually a Greek recipe that Greeks make a lot it's um called pork with well celery like i said in greece they use the celery leaves and the celery leaves are like big flower bouquets um and i can only get them at farmers markets in canada i've, I've never i've never seen them at the supermarket um and they make uh pork with they call it selino. it's not celery because it's not the stalks. Okay, and we have a few more potatoes. So, pork goes really well with um, celery or celery leaves. So, I actually like to add a little bit more celery than I do carrots. That's why my recipe calls for three carrots and four celery stalks. And um, I am a potato lover, so that's why I add four potatoes. You could add three if you want you can add two if you don't want too many men seem to love potatoes all right now I've added all my vegetables and I'm just gonna dump out the water so we don't have an accident I'm just gonna it in the sink. and I dropped my, my uh, Kitchen Now, I'm just going to set the timer for 10 minutes. This is approximately the time that you should sauté your vegetables, about 10 minutes. But at this point, even though the vegetables may release some water, I want you to be more diligent. I want you to be on top of this. I have it on medium-high. You can turn it down even a little bit more if you want, but I want you to stir little bit more often because you don't want to burn your vegetables and if you know when you stir i've got my can you hear my spoon is actually touching the bottom of the scrape the bottom so if you get those little brown bits scrape them you could do it later but i do it every so often those actually give that's called uh deglazing I think I don't know can't remember I think it's deglazing anyways Um, but basically that's how you make really good gravies too and sauces and stuff like that so I'm just again I'm just stirring every so often now at this point I need to boil water so I'm just gonna grab my tea kettle I've already measured out six cups of water. You're going to say to me, the recipe calls for seven cups of water. Yes, it does. But we're going to use the one cup later. But I want to add six cups of boiling water. So I have, just going to move, I'm going to need this, and this for now, and this. This needs to go to the side. All right. I just have four uh, chicken cubes, I am using organic uh, chicken cubes. I don't expect you guys to buy organic. I don't expect you guys to go to farmers markets. If you have that option and you can, that's great. And again, now, for the blind people, while I'm talking to you guys, I'm stirring. I'm stirring. I'm tossing. I'm folding. I'm moving things around. And I'm actually just going to turn my pot around because I want the back to come to the front. Just because the the mixture is very... There's a lot of stuff in our pot. A lot of vegetables a lot of meat so i just moved just turned my pot around brought the front to the back okay um what was i saying yeah i'm gonna grab a bowl and i'm going to oops i'm so sorry it's I'm just grabbing a tablespoon. While my water is boiling and my vegetable meat is sauteing, I'm going to open up the chicken cubes and get them ready. And they come in, if you've never used bouillon cubes, they come in little boxes and they're individually wrapped. So I'm just opening up the wrappers and I'm just leaving them on the counter open. so much for air conditioning. When you're working over a hot stove, woohoo! it's getting hot in here. Hold on, I need to stir again. I didn't open all of them. I opened up three. But again, I use my ears. If I hear that the sizzling is getting louder, you know, I move things. I'm, I move things. <laughs> if I hear that the sizzling is getting louder, then I um stir up my meats and so on and so forth i'm sorry i lost my train of thought again um yeah so i'm back to opening up wrappers and i've got one left and it's being stubborn and of course like i said because i make my own jewelry which we haven't talked about which i said i promised i would but i will soon I have no nails. All right, so, I've got all four open. Let me go check on my water. And it's not boiling yet. And the timer says that we've been sauteing our vegetables for about five minutes. And I don't smell, s- smell. I don't smell anything. I don't smell anything burning, so we're good. I like the sound of the sizzle. I love the smell that I am getting, okay. and our water should be almost ready. I hope it's getting there. Oh, somebody turned on the fan. Right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, while I'm waiting for the water to boil, let me run down the rice recipe for you guys. Um, it's on our barbecue greek barbecue and sides recipe or episode sorry so the rice is the Lumberg uh california jasmine uh, white long green rice two cups of that rice a quarter cup olive oil one heaping tablespoon of better than bouillon roasted organic chicken base Salt and pepper to taste. I usually use a teaspoon of salt and two pinches of pepper. Three and a half cups water. I believe I haven't forgotten anything. That's right. You measure out your water into your tea kettle. You start your tea kettle. You put in a quarter cup of oil in your nonstick pot you add your long green rice which by the way you've washed with running water and like we said if you're blind you can run it for about two minutes two three minutes under the top under the tap while you're tossing let it strain a bit and then add it to your olive oil and saute your rice add your three and a half of boiling uh water three and a half cups of boiling water Add it, add your chicken base, your salt, your pepper, cover your pot, bring it to a simmer, like on my stove it's number three, and like five is medium, so three for me is simmer. And cover it and leave it for exactly 18 minutes. Uncover your rice, fluff it up with the wooden spoon, or if you have like a plastic fork, add paper towels on top of your pot, add your lid and leave it as is until serving. So my water is ready. So I'm just gonna add it to this big bowl that I have here. And you might have to pull away while you're pouring it because the steam might come up and you might feel like it's too hot. I'm just going to give my vegetables another stir before we continue. Like I said, I don't want to burn anything. Okay? And now, I'm going to take my, just a regular tablespoon in my hand, and I'm going to dump in the bouillon cubes, one at a time, and I'm going to stir. and the second and I'm just stirring constantly and the third whoops now I was over the bowl and it splattered and that could be dangerous because this is boiling water now feel for your cubes and mush them with your spoon and stir now I'm going to pull away so I don't get splattered again and I've added all four And I'm stirring and dissolving, but I gotta walk away for a second and give my veggies a stir. And the timer says that we've been sauteing for about 10 minutes. So, sorry. feel for your bouillon cubes. If you don't dissolve them completely, completely, it's okay. Unfortunately, this is boiling water. You can't put your hands in this. So, I should turn off the timer. Okay. Now, take your Worcestershire sauce, add it in. So I found the bowl. I'm over the pot. I've added it in. Add. Let's Oh, no, my spoon fell in. Now this is a problem. Give me. Here. So now I would either use gloves or I would use another utensil to get it out just like the cameraman did, but it's very hot. <laughs> If, um, (laughs) I would have used my oven mitts or something like that. Thank you. Let's give it another stir. And I still feel a few globs, but I wouldn't worry too much. This will dissolve while cooking as well, but I'm just trying to get as much as possible dissolved. Now, because I've made this before, I'm not worried too much. So I'm going to take this over to the pot. Be careful, it's hot. I'm going to feel for my pot okay. So I'm on the edge, so I'm just going to tip over. And I'm just doing it slowly so it doesn't splatter. Now I'm going to turn the bowl around just to push anything out with the spoon. And at this point, I can actually just put my fingers in and see. Ah, eh, we've got a few granules, big deal. Uh, that goes into the sink, which we have no room right now, so. Okay, so now we've got our Worcestershire sauce. Please forgive me, anybody who's from England. I can't say. Ooh. See what happened? Mm -hmm. So I went to stir, and I went to stir a little bit quickly, and something flew out of the pot and hit me in the stomach. So this is why we don't cook naked. (laughs) (laughs) So the biggest problem with that is that I got my shirt dirty. Big deal. I should have been wearing a napkin. Add your peas at this point. Okay, and the final ingredient for right now is pepper. So I'm going to add one, two, three pinches of pepper. And I'm going to stir it up. Now, We've got a nice stew happening. We've got our peas, our potatoes, our carrots, our celery, our onion, our pieces of meat. We've got Worcestershire sauce. We've got boiling water with uh, chicken cubes and pepper. I haven't forgotten anything. We're going to wait for this to come to a boil. And here, I'll use this to put my spoon down. And once it comes to a boil, we're going to... I thought I dropped it. Okay. Uh, Sorry about that. I thought I dropped my kitchen towel. When this comes to a boil, a rapid boil... I should turn it up to high, sorry. Okay, when this comes to a rapid boil, we're going to cover the pot. And I'm going to take it down to... uh, you can either take it down to simmer, or you can take, I'm, I usually go one below medium. So in my case, I go to number four on my stove scale. Um, and then you cover it, leave it, excuse me, on number four if yours works like mine. So just a little below medium. If you're closer to simmer, that's fine. And let it cook for 30 minutes. So I'm going to set my timer. Okay. It started to boil, and I'm glad it did while we were talking. What did I do? Oh, yes. Okay. I'm gonna turn it down now because it's boiling rapidly. And I actually, sorry, I actually put it between 3 and 4. And I'm going to cover my pot. And I've set the timer for 30 minutes. I'm going to press start. I'm going to test it by pressing one of the minute or hour button. I pressed it, and it, it it's not doing anything. It's not beeping, so that tells me it's working. So for 30 minutes, you leave it alone. You don't even have to stir or anything. Don't touch it. Let it simmer away. This is where now I'm going to get my rice ready. So by the time I have to move on to the next step of this meal, I will have my rice ready as well. So I'm gonna make my rice and then I'm gonna come back, show you guys the next step and 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 that's it for now. <laughs> yeah, anyways, okay guys, see you in a bit. I'm off to make my rice. Hey guys, it's been 30 minutes. Our food has been simmering and my rice is ready. And I'm going to pour, I'm over the sink and I'm gonna pour a cup of water. So I have a measuring cup in my hands. It's pretty full, right? hmm And I'm just gonna pour this water into a bowl. And I've got my eight teaspoons or 25 grams of cornstarch. So I'm just, while I'm pouring it in, I'm gonna stir. So I'm just stirring to dissolve. And I'm just tapping to make sure I got it all out. And I'm not, I haven't stopped stirring, but I was gonna check with my hands. It's okay. So I was gonna check with my hands to see um if it all came out of the bowl and if it wasn't i was going to push it in but um sighted people are not patient that way so they they want to help and they mean well so don't get offended when they try to help you so for the sake of the video i wanted to show you that maybe there was some left in and i felt it and i threw it in but the cameraman wanted to help and saw that it didn't all fall in, so he poured it in, which is fine. Like I said, they mean well. And don't get offended when they try to help you. So I, all this time that I'm talking, I'm stirring and I'm actually gonna put my finger in to kind of feel if there's any chunks and lumps. There isn't. I'm gonna move over to the pot. I'm gonna uncover our food and i'm going to give it another stir because sometimes when you stop stirring cornstarch sits and i'm going to pour it into our food and i'm just pushing whatever's out into from the bowl with my fingers and my spoon and i'm going to grab my wooden spoon again and i'm going to give it a stir so we've added our cornstarch now with our one cup And this is my mom who turned on the hood fan. And like I said, I can't hear what's happening. So I just turned it off. So I'm just stirring up our food. (coughs) Pardon me. Okay, so now I'm going to wait for this to come to a boil. And when it boils, I'm gonna, um, actually, so, sorry, hold on. i turn it up so it can come to a boil. Oops. So I've turned it up to high and we're gonna wait for it to boil. And as soon as it comes to a boil, we're gonna cover it and we're gonna turn it back down to the, to number four. So just a little below medium. And we're gonna let it cook with the cornstarch mixture for 10 minutes. So I'm gonna set my timer again. 10 minutes, but I'm not gonna press start. We need to wait for this to boil, and it's already started because we only added a cup of water in. So I'm just waiting, I'm just making sure that it's a rapid boil. And I can hear it and it is. So I'm just gonna turn it back down. One, two, three. Just between four and five. Actually, four is good. And I'm gonna press start on the timer. And I'm gonna confirm. I'm pressing the minute, second, hour buttons and nothing's happening, so it means it's working. So, we let this boil up for 10 more minutes, just to cook up the cornstarch. We don't want to get globs of cornstarch in our mouth. And that's it, our recipe is done. So, really, Without your prep time, it's about, you know, an hour's worth to have a full meal again. So, you know, you, you we sauteed the meat for 15 minutes, then we added, uh, 10 minutes today actually. Um, we added the vegetables, we sauteed for another 10 minutes. We added the Worcestershire sauce. We added the pepper and the six cups of boiling water with the four chicken cubes dissolved. We added that in, we brought it to a boil, we we covered, we let it simmer for half an hour while that was simmering. I made the rice and I have the rice here on this counter with my paper towels under the lid, which I showed you guys when we did the barbecue recipe. So that's cooling down. And after the half hour, We add, we dissolve the eight teaspoons of cornstarch or it's 25 grams into one cup of uh, room temperature water or cold water, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't be hot or boiling or whatever. And we added that in and we brought it to a boil and we're gonna let this boil for 10 minutes and basically our food is done. So I will come back and show you guys the final result in Approximately. Well, we already heard the timer say nine minutes. So in about eight minutes um, I Don't before I let you go. I just want to say well, I'll tell you guys later. I I have a small surprise I'll tell you guys later. Okay. See you in about eight minutes. Hey guys Sorry, we're back ten minutes is up. So let me turn off my timer. I Actually turned off my heat to high. I checked on it and it's fine. I just turned it up to high And I'm just going to let it um, boil just for a couple of minutes on the high. And I've got my, I've already served the rice on the dinner plate. So try to get a nice thin layer of rice on your plate, like a bed of rice. That's what we call a bed of rice. I'm just going to turn off the heat. And I'm going to give it another stir. So I just left it on high for about a minute. Not even, right? So <clears throat> maybe about a minute, I would say. So I'm just stirring it up. Okay, I need this to settle down for a second before I serve it so I don't burn myself. So in the meantime, I, to be honest with you guys, I'm not sure what our next recipe is going to be. Uh, last week I told you guys that we were going to do this dish, but right now I honestly... I've drawn a blank and maybe it's the heat. (laughs) So I don't know what we're going to do next week. It'll be a surprise. But I do want to tell you guys that I've talked to a few friends and a few relatives. And uh, we're just talking about it now. So it's not a for sure thing, but I am excited. So I am going to mention it. That a couple of friends are going to come over and uh, we're going to cook together. So you're not just going to see my pretty face. You're going to see everybody else's. You're going to see a few of my uh, beautiful friends and maybe some relatives. And we're going to have some kitchen fun with uh, guests. So we're, hopefully, I have about two or three people in mind. And I've already spoken to them. And uh, we're discussing it. So we may have uh, an episode coming up soon where we're going to have some guests. So I'm very excited about that. And I hope it happens. And I hope it works out. So... I've got a nonstick stick uh, ladle in my hands. And I'm going to find the paw, which I just did. Yeah, okay. And I'm just going to scoop whatever my... You know what? I have my wooden spoon in here. Hold on. I just realized. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I've got my ladle. And I'm just going to scoop up. A ladle full I'm gonna wait till it stops dripping I'm gonna so I just uh, slid the dinner plate of rice with the rice on it and I'm just pouring the ladle on top. so you're gonna get meat you're gonna get vegetable and you're gonna get juice juice <laughs> liquid or sauce So this is our meal now obviously when people serve themselves or whatever, you're going to check, right? If you've got a little bit too much meat, you're going to maybe, uh, you know, you're going to toss the meat back into the pot or you're going to, you can just do a guess. I can't be bothered. I just ladle whatever's in my ladle, whatever vegetables I get, whatever meat I get, and I just put it on top of my rice. Um, I have had my husband say, Oh, I'd like a few more toma- uh, potatoes." And he'll go to the pot and just scoop out a few potatoes. Or I don't know, my mom's saying, you know, oh, there's you know, six pieces of meat here. I I want I only want four. And she'll just, you know where. So, but that's not a big deal, right? So that's this is our food. It looks delicious, it smells delicious, and um, you can serve it with a salad, you can have it just as is. It's a full meal. Remember. We've got potatoes, we've got peas, carrots, celery, onions, we've got beef or pork, we've got rice. It's a full meal. Um, yeah, that's it. That's our recipe for today. I hope you guys enjoy it. And again, let me know in the comments section. Any questions, of course, you can email me at Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner at gmail.com. So that's it for this recipe. Thanks, guys, for joining me again. And I love you as always. A blind kiss to you, to you, and definitely to all of you. Love you guys. Bye. I am your host, Zoe Fyogos. With sincere love and gratitude, I thank you for watching Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner.